0: Hello, and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, day 57. Have you ever stared at a word so long, or or written it so many times that it starts to look like it's misspelt? Like, you almost can't read it anymore? Like, I'm sure that... Why don't I recognise it? It looks really odd. That can't be how it's spelt, is it? Like, have have you ever repeated a word to yourself, over and over, until it, it sounds like gibberish, or you start to forget what it means? This... Phenomenon goes under various names, but essentially it's about how repeated exposure to something, in this case a word, weakens our associations with it. It's one of the reasons affirmations don't really work, or at least they don't consistently work. When you look at them, when you look at different studies, trying to see whether they're effective at making people feel better. The more you repeat a phrase, the more it loses its meaning. In fact, if you habitually repeat a phrase or thought to try and counter another thought or a feeling, like going, I'm calm and relaxed, each time you notice, say, you're feeling anxious the more you're going to create an association in your mind between calm and relaxed and those physiological sensations of rising anxiety and your desire to escape them. This is a a well-documented phenomenon in psychological research called paradoxical relaxation. The tendency for relaxation exercises to make many anxious people more anxious rather than less. When we choose to turn towards something difficult and we go back to it, and we go back to it again and again, and we repeat it in detail... We're actually putting ourselves through a form of desensitisation protocol. This is very different to rumination, you know, just letting your mind drift back to unpleasant memories, fixating on them, letting them churn, feeling gross, going over and over something. Oh, I feel so regretful. Oh, that thing. Oh, no. Why am I thinking about that thing again? Go away, you horrible memory, but it won't go away. You know, you're trying to push it away. Coming back to it, hating yourself for not being able to let that fe- that feeling or that memory go, uh, that that that's rumination, right? And that's associated with all sorts of bad outcomes, and, you know, including uh, mainly like depression. Um, but this kind of like conscious turning towards something is purposeful. It's focused, and one of the odd sensations I've had when writing about difficult memories, after a certain point, is. Is boredom? I just find myself thinking this is actually becoming a little bit dull. I mean, I'm here, I'm present for it, I'm writing it down, but it feels a bit like it's lost its flavour. It becomes like an old bit of of chewing gum. It, do- it doesn't give off that same kick anymore. Like, sure, I can remember it. Sure, I'm getting the sense of what it was like. I can remember I didn't like it, and I look back and I feel a bit sad about it, but. just doesn't have that same kick you know the the pounding heartbeat the raised pulse the twitchy adrenalized feeling the the grimness that I feel all of that just fades a bit I've you know as a creative writing teacher I've I've taught memoir in week-long retreats uh where people have come to do life writing or autobiography and uh You know, these courses are advertised as just, you know, you can come and learn a bit about writing autobiography. They're not specifically about writing about difficult memories, but inevitably that stuff comes up. And then in one-to-one mentoring sessions during those retreats, you know, I've had people disclose some of the, you know, worst traumas and human tragedies you can think of. Some of them, some of them like, decades and decades and decades old some of them like horrendously fresh Uh, so many people carry around these pains and we've just got no idea you just don't know what people around you are, are holding on to but on the other hand these things are only part of the story you know so much is going on and I wonder if by writing about these things by taking each of our experiences whether painful or or glorious and honoring them somehow you know being like I see you being like okay you know okay I will honor this I will be here for this you know like taking them back into ourselves as part of our story reintegrating them reintegrating the good too you know reintegrating the wonder and those moments of silence and, and deep mystery and doing so consciously you know as adults now you know because we may have written you know parts of our story on the fly as as children as teenagers you know we may have created lessons to get us through rough times don't do this avoid this look out for this type of person when i look back through the story i have of myself you know some of those pages are kind of written in crayon by a very very young me he was just doing his best. You know, some pages weren't even written by me. They were written by people around me. It's a radical and profoundly empowering act to sit down and, and unconsciously create your own story. You know, to decide what you want it to be about and what you want it to mean. And to realise, wow, it's, it's still happening. It's ongoing. I'm writing it day by day. And... I still have the power to continue to write it right so today is the last of our four days doing this 10 minutes of writing whichever of the two you chose very traumatic or intensely positive memories events or experiences so you know what to do Um, as much detail as you can try to feel the emotions you felt at the time get it down in words and reflect on how you feel now Um, you have 10 minutes ready three two one go and you're done that's the last one we won't be coming back to this we won't be drawing on this directly for any of the exercises that follow because we've still got a long way to go right you know we're only just halfway through but thank you for doing it thanks for giving it a go and for trusting yourself and me like i say most of the benefits that these various studies have found doing an exercise like this come you know days weeks even months after the fact Uh, many participants reported dreaming about what they'd written might like to notice what dreams you have over the next few nights, if you remember them. Um, I am not, by the way, uh, guaranteeing that you will get any uh, particular benefit out of this. Uh, that's not within my power to do that. Uh, I just think it's an important part of the course and being able to go to either the very positive or the very negative is um, part of your, you. know, your journey as an author and part of what will help you to kind of lock into what's important to you but also choosing to stand and face negative or positive experiences can really help you tap into your emotional core you know when you're writing fiction now you've really engaged with something that is very very meaningful to you and and you might like to reflect on how the emotions associated with the experience you chose or the experiences you chose are are, are reflected in the kinds of things you find yourself writing about or not you know maybe it's not something you've really touched on up until now you know what themes are important to you what kind of conflicts or messages do you find yourself drawn towards writing about i truly believe as human beings more unites us than divides us and, and the great history of human suffering and striving and achievement and overcoming is your heritage you and i are children of all that and in storytelling we can tap back into that great ocean of communal experience we can replenish ourselves and we can replenish others okay grand starry-eyed lecture over tomorrow we move on to something a little gentler but still developing what you're learning about life writing drawing on experience and you as a character situated at different moments in time thank you so much i'll see you then the 100 day writing challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.